I wonder if the Colts can hang on and win this game. I wouldn't bet on it. Fourth quarter, they got to score three times to would win. You, would you? Uh, no. Would you hammer the Ravens right now? Nah, not in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But Lamar's good. Uh, they need two scores. Two scores. 14 minutes. It's doable. Hmm. Maybe a low. I wouldn't hammer it. But, but like. Oh, they need to they need to stop the Colts on this drive, which they're not doing. Depending on my bank, uh, how much money I had in my bank account, I could see like a uh, 2% bet. <laughs> Low risk, high reward. I wouldn't bet heavy on it, though. For a team to score twice in the fourth quarter, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on it. Tom Brady ain't coming down that tunnel. Oh, what was that called? A, a flea flicker? <laughs> All right. Let go. Learning to live. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, where the leaves are starting to fall off the trees. It's a very ex- exciting time. It's all dying. It's episode 82. It's Monday night. It's October 11th, 2021. Thank you for listening. Who's with us tonight? Coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota is Bo Brady. Hello, Bo. Hey, how's it going? What up? And in studio tonight is Brian Clark. Hey. Hi. Today we observe Indigenous Peoples Day. going to talk about tonight little nba preseason talk uh lowered expectations some nba news we have the return of the pick game to look forward to as well please visit houseofhoops.com that's h-a-u-s of hoops.com on that website you can find links to our social media you can listen to podcasts you can talk contact us or you can do some shopping there's lots to do on there, lots to look at. So visit the website for all of your House of Hoops needs. Bo, how you doing? 
Doing well. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, my mom's in town, so that's been nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. My dad couldn't come. He had to work. But uh, yeah, it's been a good visit. The kids were super excited to see my mom. Kate and I got to go out and do a few things. How old is your dad now? Um, he's let's see, what year is this? He's sixty-eight or sixty-seven, something like that. Really? How long is he going to work? Um, I think. Well, he's got ownership in this uh, outpatient clinic. And so they're a little short staff. So he's, he helps them out when they need help because mm. it benefits him, obviously, because the more work they do, the more his investment is, is, you know, more solid. So he, mm -hmm. he'd like to do less and less, but they're just like everybody. They're mm -hmm. short staffed. It's got to keep the, keep things moving up there, huh? Yeah. That's so yeah, he's sixty-eight. Yeah, it's probably not what he planned to be doing right now. Uh, he's doing like a week, a month, and I think he's trying to do a little less than that now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he'd much rather not be doing that. But I think he likes it. I think it. They give him some hard cases, mm -hmm. and he he enjoys the hard stuff. So, what else have you been up to? Kate and I went to we went to a concert in downtown St. Paul on Saturday night. What concert? Um, went to see the drive-by truckers. Oh, okay. Rock and roll show. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. They required proof of vaccine or negative test to get in. I guess like the FedEx form is about to be doing. So that was cool. Do you remember that time you bought that, uh, speaking of music, you bought that copy of that Jawbreaker poster on eBay? Yes. It was like a shitty copy. It was like a... A photocopy of a poster. Yeah, I do remember that. I thought it was going to be cool. Yes, I thought about that recently, actually. Thank you Weird. for bringing it back up. Did you keep it? No, I think I just recycled it. Oh, man. You should have kept it and like, framed it and been like, it's a copy of the poster. I remember you when, when you were like, hey, check this out, and you like pulled it out of the tube. It was the worst fucking like, photocopy. It was like, it was like, on, blue. like blue paper with black print. I was like, oh, it's a copy <laughs> of a post. Yeah, I don't even know. I, it wasn't that much. They probably didn't advertise it as what it actually looked like. It was probably a picture of like the actual poster on eBay, right? Yeah, I can't. It was, well, it was like 2002 or something like that. I don't, I don't know what made me think of that. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> you had a good time at that show then? Yeah, the show was nice. It That's was cool. it was really fun. It was good to see some live music. So, um, what else has been going on up there? Well, so there was that shooting in St. Paul. I don't know if you guys saw that on the news. Sure did. Did you see that, Brian? Uh, Jeff showed me. So, funny thing about that was we left the Palace Theater in downtown St. Paul about 11:45 and got to our car about say i don't know let me write down these times 11:45 hmm. see if you incriminate yourself <laughs> um and then we uh we were driving along how's it going tommy boy 
driving along. Anyway, we drove past this this bar and uh, we all four of us in the car observed how busy the bar was. Mm-hmm. And then a few seconds later, we heard the gunshots. Holy shit. So you were just right there. Yes. Wow. As we were driving off, you could see people scattering and chaos ensuing. Mm-hmm. What's the outcome up there with that? Uh, well, one person died and like 14 were injured. Um, and if you read anything about it, like if we would have been 30 seconds or a minute or two minutes later, and there would have been like people in the streets bleeding. Jesus. It sounds like, like like a horrific situation. Man, there was a crazy shooting down here. I don't remember if it was last week or the week before at a convenience store out in the suburbs. And not a convenience store, a grocery store. Well, that was like, yeah, that guy had like an assault rifle. These guys, I think, had pistols and they these guys had a rap sheet. And I mean, I'm not I'm not saying one is different than the other. But the one at that Kroger where that was kind of like a mass shooting style thing, and this was like a fight in a bar. That's not to say that's any different than a mass shooting, but I don't think those guys came into it with intentions of, you know, shooting a bar that night versus that guy who had clear intentions of coming to a grocery store at midday and just shooting random people. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying one's better than the other, but no, I didn't take it that way. I just coincidental, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it was pretty fucked up. We, so did the guy get caught or what's going on? Yeah. They got, th- they got three of the, the guys. Um, he was charged with 12 counts of attempted murder in the second degree. And then another guy was charged with one count of intentional murder in the second degree and 11 counts of attempted murder in second degree. Mm-hmm. So, and like one of the guys had a couple felonies already. And mm. so it's not, it, yeah, it was, it was not, you know, like I said, the show we had din- a good dinner, which I can tell you guys about too. I had a fried bologna sandwich. Who? Yeah, this this place downtown St. Paul makes their own house bologna. It's pretty amazing. It's right up my alley. Yeah, uh, Brian, put into your phone Saint Dinette and check out check out their photographs. But yeah, so we had a dinner was awesome. And actually, what's really cool about that bar they have they have a uh, or that restaurant they have on the menu a beer and a bump. So it's a it's the bartender's choice. <laughs> so my buddy Eric ordered a beer and a bump, and he got a some kind of mosaic sour beer and then and then, some shot, <laughs> and then, then his shot was a uh, some kind of a daiquiri shot it was pretty spectacular the dinner was great yeah these but pe- anyway these the sandwiches the, look good man yeah it's delicious i don't want to eat, I, I don't want to eat real, there it, the food is amazing it, it would be sandwich yeah yeah this beer is pretty good but you know what i could really go for <laughs> a bump it's the other half of the order. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Midwest thing. Apparently, Philadelphia has um, a beer and a bump on all their menus, like in all the bars. Anyways, a great night, great show. The show was rocking, cool. great rock and roll show. And then cool. you know you you see that witness that go down. It's just kind of a all gut s- punch. All of a sudden, your uh, cocaine high is a little uh, buzzkill. That sucks, but what are you going to fucking do? Sounds like it was pretty unavoidable. Makes you wonder. Like, you know, that's the thing about like when fights and squabbles break out in bars and shit. You just never know how far these things are going to go. Mm-hmm. It's best just to fucking not be messing around like that. 
Never know, man, how far it's going to go. No, you literally never do. You never know what people, mm -hmm. how, like, um, what their background is and how little well, of a fuck they give a shit about your human life or anybody else's for that matter. Right. Like there was, this is a weird example, but there was this guy and a, not a Dodge Charger, but the Chrysler equivalent of the Dodge Charger, the four door, whatever that is. The he was like driving. Uh, yeah, I guess so. he was driving. He was driving down our street where like kids play mm. at like 70 miles an hour. Ooh. And I was walking with Kate and she wanted to start. She, I could see the guy coming. I could see his car and she wanted to like yell. And, and I said, just don't even look at him. Don't even mm -mm. like, this is the kind of guy that you yell at him. He shoots you for yeah. no reason. Nothing good could come from that. Yeah. I was like, he's already doing this and he's clearly insane. So just ignore him. Yeah. It's a one percenter. Yeah, you know, one percent of people driving down that street are going to be driving recklessly like that. Even if you called the cops and asked them to like post up and have somebody watch the street, like an insane homeowner would do, you're never <laughs> going to see that guy again. Never again. <laughs> yeah, make a confrontation that um, I have to finish. <laughs> Start something <laughs> that you can't finish, and I have to get involved with. Please. Yeah. All right. Well, let's Anyhow. move. Yeah, let's move it on a little bit. Hey, Brian, what have you been up to this week, man? You know, uh, Brian's can, trying to dry out. I think um, he's not drinking beer tonight. Yeah, which I'm is just, fine. I've been I've been on a been on a bit of a run the past few weeks. <laughs> not like getting drunk every day, mm. but uh, but just drinking after work a lot, and and I've been working a lot of nights. Mm. Just haven't been feeling good in the morning, you know. Welcome to my world. Yeah. So just trying to lead by example here and uh, provide a good example to you, Jeff. You, what, nothing you do <laughs> affects me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This isn't going to go the way you think it is. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, you know, yeah, not forever. Not. A, I mean, I don't even have like a time limit on it. You know, a couple days a week. I don't know. Whatever. Just chilling out a little bit. So what have you been up to? Uh working a lot. And uh, you know, I went to a I went to a wedding this weekend. Yeah. That uh that you were in. Yeah, Evan's weirdo wedding. Mm. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a blast. I had a great I had a great time. Yeah, it was uh it was beautiful. The weather was was awesome. Mm -hmm. Every everybody looked good. Everybody most people dressed up, you know. Yeah, it ended up being like 70 degrees mm -hmm. at night, that night, and it was really nice. Yeah. It was cool, man. Saw a lot of people from the past, some it, people I didn't know were going to be there. It was know? like a reunion. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Congratulations, Evan and Katrina. Well said. Yeah. Shout out, Evan. Shout out, Evan and Katrina. There wasn't as much weird shit as I had hoped there would be. I thought there would be more people in capes. <laughs> wigs yeah but at the same time i couldn't care less what everybody else was up to it was pretty it was pretty tame we drank a lot of beer yeah but it was pretty tame and we're all we're old now so yeah it was pretty tame it ended i i didn't i left at like 11 30 <laughs> except for that one guy <laughs> there was that one guy that was like super weird <laughs> oh it was this guy that evan works with yeah everybody was calling him mr bean because he was real goofy, and he, 
his face kind of looked like Mr. Bean. If you know what Mr. Bean is. Mm-hmm. I know Mr. Bean, the <laughs> English guy. Yeah, he was super weird. He looked like he was like from another planet. Welcome to Earth. Uh, I think he just <laughs> probably had too much to drink. Like way yeah, too much to drink. He had these big eyes and a bald yeah. head. Um, did you have any run-ins with him? No, I just I kind of saw him acting goofy on the dance floor. Yeah. And then I woke up in the morning and saw the text about him trying to like <laughs> jump in everybody's Ubers. <laughs> yeah. When we were leaving, this guy, uh, he jumped. He, I see my Uber coming up the road. And she's and, and the driver stops and picks somebody up. And I was like, I swear, I'm like, I know that's my ride. Mm-hmm. There's not two of these cars on this street right now. So I like get in the street and I stop the Uber driver. <laughs> and uh, and she rolls down the window and I was, I was like, hey, what's the name of the person you're supposed to be picking up? And she goes, Jeff. And I was like, well, I'm Jeff. What's your name, dude? <laughs> and he says some, some, I don't think it was English. He said some shit. I have no idea what he said his name was. I was like, all right, well, this is my ride and I don't necessarily want you coming to where I'm going because <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I was like, so you're going to have to get out. And he's like, no, it's cool, man. I'll just go where you're going. <laughs> I was like, no, get out. Dude, I'm not fucking around. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm not going out with you guys. Like, I'm going home. I guess he just assumed everybody was going to the same place. Yeah. Because a bunch of people, like, went out afterwards, but I did not. That was probably the weirdest situation. Because the Uber driver was like, I don't even know, like, what to do. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to like force somebody out <laughs> of my car. <laughs> like, how do I? I got to call the cops. And I was super apologetic to the driver. I was like, please don't hold this against me. It's like, I don't even know who that dude was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he's from this planet. <laughs> there was, a, I mean, it was a fun wedding, though. We had a pretty good turnout, and it was a long day. Yeah, you had to get there early and like set everything up because you were a groomsman. Yeah, I came down there and helped uh, Evan, me and another guy, Joey, set it up, and then uh, went home, got showered and dressed, and drove and got back down there. And it was fun though; it was a lot of fun. There were so many people there; I felt like it was hard to like actually interact with everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So the way they had it set up, it was like. It was definitely had like a high school lunch table vibe where everybody was kind of in groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People that just know each other. Yeah, there were no like seating arrangements or anything. And I just remember looking around and I was like, well, and my parents were there. So like they didn't know anybody else there. So I'm like hanging out with my fucking parents a whole yeah. bunch. <laughs> Felt like I had to entertain them and like try to have fun. Jen hung out with him for a little while. Yeah, I know. We, got to, we, we ran around a little bit, and, and my wife sat there and kept him company. Bless her heart. Yeah. Because I was out. I was like, that was my chance to, like, go mess around. Go misbehave. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> I guess my mom, and my mom took it a little too far with the partying. <laughs> she had to get out of there. And at that point, it was, like, almost over. I don't know. It was fun, though. It was super good to see everybody and uh, celebrate Evan's wedding. I had a blast. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's good. It's cool when we like we haven't all been able to get together like that in a long fucking mm-hmm. time. Everybody's working a lot and yeah. pandemic. Yeah, I mean the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes out. I don't yeah. go out. We're all old now, but it's cool to see a bunch of people. I think the uh, the group tech shot is what it put me over the edge a little bit. Do you remember taking a shot with us? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember several shots yeah. right near the end yeah. of the night, and I was like, all right. Ooh. Yeah, I took a couple there at the end, and <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, all right. All right, you're doing that thing. We're going to, yeah, we're going to get you home. <laughs> go ahead and make, go ahead and, you know, circle the wagon, say goodbye to everybody, <laughs> and we're going to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty much it for my week. Uh, that was definitely the most fun thing I did all week best thing to talk yeah, about yeah evan should get married every week yeah i mean to katrina and pay for they everything. should get married yeah right 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 <laughs> okay yeah it was a good time one thing i do want to recognize is today being the indigenous people's day holiday to recognize the native populations that were displaced and decimated after christopher columbus and other european explorers reached this continent that's what today represents to me no i agree i recognize the history that that i'm here because of the awful things that happened in the past right i'm a product of that not like there's anything we can really do to change that but we can uh, recognize and observe it the correct way yeah yeah human history is it's not pretty, especially not, the not, history of this country. And not in America, which I guess explains why we are the way we are. We're all fucked up. We're all assholes. Well, you know, and Australia did the same thing with their Aborigines, their natives. They've been marginalized and they're all, you know, they're not, I don't, I couldn't say definitively, but I'm the things that I've glanced at and remember from what I've read is that Aborigines in Australia really struggle and much left much like the natives in our country do so Hmm. it's nothing new to those in power just take what we want and it really has been that way Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate but at least we can kind of wake up and see things the way they really are and appreciate the past and look forward not to repeat those mistakes you know Get it together. Maybe not appreciate the past, but be respectful and yeah. aware of the past. Right. That's what I mean. Appreciate the past as in what I mean is like appreciate the people that were here before us and what people have gone through. Right. Appreciate those people. and Observe this day for them. Anyway. All right. I don't have much else to say about that or Evan's wedding. So what else should we do? We can talk about the NBA preseason. Have you guys watched any games? Let's get into some hoops. I um have not watched any games, to be honest. Yeah, I haven't watched much. Same. I've, I mean, I've caught a little bit. It you did go to a game, though, Jeff. I did. Yeah, you did. Let's see. What day was it? Tuesday night. Me and we talked about it last week. Me and uh, Mike Zinkus went down to the Grizzlies game. They were playing Milwaukee. It was the first preseason game. It was on TNT. The Bucks, because mm-hmm. I guess because the Bucks are the champ, yeah. former champs, mm-hmm. the defending champs. 
I really wanted to see who was going to have a better game in that game because Grayson Allen now plays for the Bucks, and Desmond Bain is it appears is kind of taking Grayson's spot in the rotation, the starting shooting guard. I really wanted to see who was going to have a better game because it's preseason. I figure Grayson will get some run. Bain should get run. But we only got like three quarters of the game because uh, there was like a fire alarm that went off. I guess a sprinkler went off somewhere in a FedEx forum and they evacuated the building, sent us home uh, before the fourth quarter could start. So I don't really know who would have had a better game, Grayson or Bain, but they were definitely playing at the same time against each other a lot and goofing around on the court. There was a lot of uh, talking and laughing. I'm not sure what was being said. I couldn't hear it all. But uh, it was a fun game, man. I have like a newfound appreciation for Kyle Anderson coming away from that game because we were sitting ridiculously close. And John Morant is hilarious. But getting back to Kyle Anderson, he does so many things on the court that you assume he's doing as far as uh, dictating the defense and getting players into position offensively and defensively, he really is so valuable as a player for us. And I don't know if he's going to be part of the starting unit or he might be better fit on the second unit with the younger guys, uh, the weaker team, because John Morant kind of does that those things too. I don't know if they need to be playing together a lot. But Kyle Anderson, first of all, he's huge. <laughs> He's so much bigger just as a veteran body. Mm -hmm. And he's like 6'9". He's fucking massive out there. He takes up a lot of space. But he's also like figuring shit out on the court, like on the fly and directing people. So he's like watching the ball hander and he's like figuring out what he's doing. Like what is he actually doing? What's it, What's what's his next move going to be? Kyle Anderson is when they say like I play ahead, like he's always ahead. Because he's watching. You can see it in his eyes. He's trying to figure out what the offensive player is doing. Like, and he's looking around the court and seeing what other people are doing. And he's taking that information on the fly. And he's directing the other players. So, you know, he's going left. Or watch out for that screen. Or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, man, newfound appreciation. Like I, you know he's doing those things. But to actually see it and be able to hear it up close like that. He's so valuable. Guys guys like that are that are cerebral and able to be a play ahead like that and willing to help his teammates. Mm -hmm. Like you can have that and not be like willing to use your knowledge for good, you know? Or be interested in making your team better. Or actually give a shit. Like Kyle Anderson gives a shit. You can have all that knowledge and, and you can still just go through the motions because you're not interested in the team. But Kyle Anderson seems super interested in the team and and uh, he gives a damn. Is what was one, one of my main takeaways from the game. And this is a preseason game. This is the first preseason game. Mm -hmm. One other thing I noticed was uh, Zaire Williams. Ew. <laughs> he looks green as hell. As it stands, I think he can only be playing on the court 
when Memphis can afford to make mistakes, because he is just making mistakes all yeah. over the place. He had he made a couple strong moves to the basket, but he just he doesn't look like he's ready for the speed. He has the size and length, but he just needs like way more reps and playing time. He might need to go to the G League. I don't know. He's super raw. I and would imagine they'd send him to the G League. Yeah. It he could, had like a weird year in college and Yeah, it could very well happen. But all the other guys look good. Everybody I saw that was playing looked good. Tyus Jones looked good. DeAnthony looked DeAnthony Melton looked good. John Morant looked great. John Morant's hilarious, man. He took a charge on one end and he came back down and he was kind of interacting with uh the people around us and and uh he made a comment to somebody in the first row. He goes he goes he said he took the charge on the other end. He comes down. And he goes, "I should have been an actor." That's <laughs> <laughs> was fucking hilarious. He's like laughing, talking about how he got away with one on the other end. <laughs> John Moran's funny, and uh, Jaron Jackson, he's funny too. He's getting all these bad calls. Like it seems like the refs just want to call fouls on him. I think he just plays dumb. <laughs> Or maybe he doesn't understand, but he he's like, how? How is that a foul? And, like, the refs don't have time to explain him because the game keeps going. He just seems confused a lot. I think that's, uh, like, he's laying on the ground and he gets the foul called against him. I think he's targeted for fouls often. I don't know what that's about, but it looks like it's happening. We'll see if it continues into the regular season. Because he has a history of picking up a lot of damn fouls. But those are pretty much my takeaways from going to the game. It was fun. Can't wait to get back to another one, man. I didn't go to one game last year during the pandemic. And very few the year before that. So it was really fun to get back down there and go to a game. So experiences that we take for granted, you know. A lot of fun. The rest of preseason... Brian, have you been watching any games? No, not really. I mean, there's so much going on right now, too. There's NFL, college football, baseball playoffs, mm-hmm. busy working jobs. Mm-hmm. I've snuck a little Grizzlies in here and there, but. Yeah. The Grizzlies look good. I don't think they've lost a preseason game. You know who hasn't won a preseason game? The Clippers. <laughs> I can't verify that. <laughs> I know the Lakers haven't won a preseason uh, game. Bucks too, right? Is that right? I think so. I bring up the Lakers because their roster lineups and minutes are all over the place. I look through the, I've been looking through the box scores. I haven't so much been watching games, but I've been checking like every day looking at box scores. Most teams aren't playing their guys a whole lot. It's preseason. This isn't like new information. This is kind of how it goes. It's kind of what teams do. The Lakers haven't been playing anyone over 25 minutes except for Anthony Davis, who some games looks like he's getting more run than everybody else for whatever reason. Maybe he needs to get in shape. Maybe they want him gelling with as many players as possible because he's going to be a heavy minute guy. I don't know. But they've been all over the place. Chicago, the Bulls, they're playing their guys a lot. That's a team that is playing guys more than 30 minutes a game. They're starters. I think they're trying to gel their players. But, yeah, most teams are taking it very easy with minutes. 
meaning they're not they're just not playing their guys very much. I noticed Landry Shamit, the new guy in Phoenix. He seems to have a nice role there. I still think he's going to be really good for Phoenix. That pickup from Brooklyn. What else from preseason? Uh, on Washington, Spencer Dinwiddie. He's back. You guys remember he uh, had a partial ACL tear last year, right? Mm-hmm. He only played three games in 2021. But now he's got the Nets finagled a three-year sign-in trade with Washington. He's got a $54 million contract. It's only fully guaranteed if he plays more than 50 games this season and next season. So he's like on a partial guarantee because of his injury history. I think the Nets ended up with like some pick swaps in that deal. That's pretty much all I've seen from preseason. I have a follow-up from last week. It involves uh, our Vegas over-unders that we did last week, Mm -hmm. season win totals. We forgot to say what Pat's number was. Oh, He picked the over on the Grizzlies, and we forgot to mention his number. So the the, the over-under was set at 41.5. Yeah. Pat's number was 47. He took the over, basically. He he was super offended and, and pretty pissed off when I talked to him, and, and we didn't uh, say his number. Mm. He took it personally. I think it was because we called him Rain Man and <laughs> Goodwill Haunting. He goes, and then you didn't even say my number? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what kind of bush league? Yeah, by the time we got to the Grizzlies when we were doing that, I was like not even thinking about Pat at that point, but... <laughs> My bad, Pat. Maybe one day you'll come back on the podcast. Did we did we all take the over on the Grizz, didn't we? I think so. I yeah, did. I think we did, yeah. And after being undefeated in preseason, I'm liking it. They got to come out and win games right away, though. You can't have no slow start. No, like, young team slow start. I'm getting off subject. but That's it for follow-ups from last week. Next, I think we should listen for just a minute. Hey, I heard that you guys were selling a good fucking Buick. Um, If you could just, like, I don't know, say on your podcast if you were or not, that'd be great. Thanks. Okay, so that's a voicemail, an anonymous voicemail, about us selling a good fucking Buick. Now, I'm not sure where that's coming from. Are we selling cars or are we talking hoops? I think it's uh I think it's the shirt. It says it's the shirt for a good mm-hmm. Buick. Okay, so we sell a shirt that says Memphis as Buick. Oh, that's Oh yeah, okay. But that comes from the Roadhouse clip where the bar owner changes some graffiti that says for a great fuck call 555 whatever he changes it from fuck to buick closing off the f's to make a b and adding an i and that's where the idea from the shirt comes from i don't know where people got an idea that we were selling buicks Mm, Bo, what did you think of that voicemail i think she's looking for a, a buick yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. a Buick t shirt. 
I think they were referencing the cheese shirt, but they didn't quite know what they were talking about. Mm. Obviously, like somebody's some, having some fun with us. Yeah, it seems like maybe somebody put them up to that. I'm for it. <laughs> Bring it on. That's what I say. Leave us a voicemail. I can handle it. The number's 901-365-75. Give, give us your best shot. On to the NBA news. Bo, what do you got this week? Well, one, you know, there's the, the the two ongoing sagas we have in the NBA, which we don't need to get in too much into. One is the Kyrie thing that unless New York lifts its vaccine mandate, doesn't sound like he'll play in home games. Mm. And so, you yeah. know, who the hell knows what that means for the Nets and rotations, oh. et cetera. Well, he's going to lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They let him go to, um, he's been able to go to the practice facility because they deemed it a private business. Correct. Which is, they're just enabling it at that point. Well, but that's, you know, if you want to. So they're just going with it, huh? He's not going to play at home. He's not going to. It's play. like, I'm sure the country clubs are the same, same way in oh. New York. You know, if you have a private tennis club, you can, you know, that's, that's my example. Hmm. I don't know. My New York example, at least. I don't really know. What do we think about it? Oh, I mean, I we're just watching it happen. I feel like we're just watching it unfold. It's it's unfortunate because they have a lot of talent on that team, and it would be nice to see that talent reach its potential. Okay, so when it comes to playoffs, and it's game seven at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're trading him the next season, right? <laughs> well, he said if he already said this, this week that if he got traded, he'd probably just retire. Trade him then. At least you get something back that'll play. Well, right. But and then you lose KD. Only, yeah. Maybe they can get something from the Kings, but I don't think anybody else is trading for him. Mm, who wants to cut payroll? A lot of payroll <laughs> gets traded to OKC, and they uh, trade him for John Wall. Yeah, right. That's probably the next best fit, as far as like a veteran point guard that could fill that role. Kyrie goes to Houston, retires. Houston gets off all that money. That'd be interesting. What else is in the news? Uh, ben Simmons. Well, you just tweeted out that Ben Simmons has reported to Philadelphia and has taken a COVID test. Mm-hmm. So he's backing down because of the money. Yeah. Not because he wants to be there. Not because everything's fine. It's the cash. It was the $8 million. Yeah. And the uh, top reply underneath Woj's tweet was from, from our our fellow Grizz fan, Fast Break Breakfast, and he asked Woj, any word on a bowel movement? <laughs> but... Uh, that's you know I think that's a pretty good summary of this whole saga as well. It's just who fucking cares? Like, <laughs> goodness gracious! I mean, it's the most awkward thing. He's going back after he's going back on his word. He's totally cowering down. Gonna go back, I guess, so they can play him and then trade him. Yeah, and the Philly fans can pelt him with N95 masks. I mean, <laughs> dude, what's gonna happen? That like he's gonna get booed so hard by the fans in Philly, they're gonna destroy him. He can't play there. 
<laughs> Somebody the most awkward locker room of all time. I mean, what the fuck? Hey, look, did you see this football game is tied? I did. Baltimore came back. Go yeah. It's an overtime. Going into overtime. <laughs> uh, two touchdowns. Is it on the in the fourth quarter? There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a really quiet, awkward locker room. I think. Yeah. Like, does Ben Simmons? Does he just get dressed in like his own? Does they just give him like a closet to know. get dressed in? Maybe they just treat him like shit. Yeah. To the point where it's like a joke. I don't know. Somebody's gonna have some one of the veteran guys on the team is gonna have to like ease that transition, you know. Like, look, let's not make a big deal about this. Let's just fucking get it. Let's just go out there and play basketball. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. Let's not give them a hard time. There's a lot of people at fault here. This isn't forever. This is temporary. Let's be professional. Like one of the veteran guys has to, mm-hmm. and maybe that's Doc Rivers' spot as a coach to handle that to grab his veteran guys or grab people that he thinks may have a problem with Ben Simmons being there and be like, look, don't make this worse. You know, like as like a superstar. Yeah. Like, Hey, let's not make this worse. We've already put ourselves in a bad spot. Uh Maybe we don't make this worse. Let's try to just exist, coexist and uh, let the chips fall where they may. I mean, somebody's going to have to take that leadership role and try to smooth this transition so they can play basketball. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The only thing I saw in the news was the that really sparked my interest was Jalen Brown testing positive for COVID on Friday. They're saying he was asymptomatic, but he still has to quarantine, right? So if that's two weeks, and that was Friday, so he's got probably another week and a half, he might miss a couple of regular season games, first two maybe. There's typically three games in a week. So at the most, he would miss like three games. His COVID exposure shouldn't have much of an effect on the season. I mean, he's missing the training camp, but... I can't imagine that has a lot of effect on their season win total. Mm-hmm. Maybe you shave all win off. Nah. The season win total. <laughs> nah. But luckily, luckily it happened now instead of, you know, after they're in full swing, then he's missing like six games. And that definitely would have an effect. I assume he's vaccinated. I don't know. I think he is. Yeah. Oh, and there was one other piece of news. They announced the 2021-22 NBA trade deadline is February 10th. So mark that on your calendars, boys. Okay. February 10th. Any other news? The All-Star game is Sunday, February 20th. So trade deadline is a oh, okay. full 10 days before the All-Star game. Hmm. Whatever. There it is. It's news. But what else uh, caught your eye in the news? That uh, player health insurance scam. Mm. I forgot about that. It's been pretty well covered, but yeah, true. Uh, who was the the ringleader? Terrence uh, was it Williams? Willi- Williams. It was Terrence Williams, and he 
he apparently was like already way way out there and if you were getting your scam if you were going to do a scam it'd probably be the last guy you want to do a scam with but basically these guys like were submitting a bunch of nba players tony allen's listed on the affidavit tony allen's wife glenn davis sebastian telfair mm-hmm. i mean it kind of goes on uh, tony roten roten yeah murder t roten did you say murder chris t. douglas roten. roberts yeah cdr supreme bay <laughs> supreme bay um you know the only person that wasn't on there that probably should have been but couldn't have been was javaris crittenden because mm. he's already locked up yeah but you have medical procedures when you're behind bars and there's some other other guy that was anyway the, the the paper trail is just a disaster if you go read anything about it they submitted like the same forms but just white out names on it and same dates and yeah, it's a just bunch of dumb it, shit it's just you know what i thought initially when i first saw it i was like okay how are all these players connected it's not what happened, but it's what I first thought was that somebody was behind all of this. Like these players weren't all doing this individually. And I guess that's kind of what happened. Turned out that's the, I guess the theory. It's not proven yet about Terrence Williams, but it's still kind of a theory right now, I think. But initially I thought all these guys had one thing in common and it was like one, one investment guy, like one money guy was getting a little bit of money from each of these guys and he was somehow pulling like a scam uh, and like an embezzling scam on all of these players using their names and mm-hmm. information. Right, like they had nothing to do with it. Right. Like Tony Allen's Edison. That's what I thought initially. And I think somebody like Tony probably got involved because he wanted to help somebody else out. Didn't think anything would come of it. Just a quick payday for whatever this group was or whoever was running it. He got coerced into it somehow. Most of these guys made good money. Even Tony Roten made good money, even on his rookie contract. He still got another contract after that. It's hard to imagine that they would put themselves in this much danger for so little amount of money. That's why I thought it was somebody that was totally disconnected. Oh, the Ravens just won. Hmm. I guess if you hammered that line (laughs) when they were down... You probably did pretty good. Anyway, wow. Ravers come back and score three touchdowns in a, a quarter in a overtime. <laughs> what a comeback. Lamar Jackson, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady came down that tunnel. <laughs> His name is Lamar Jackson. And but uh yeah, I thought I thought initially it was like just one like one person probably like an embezzler, some crooked ass dude that was moving money for all of these guys mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trying to like financially invest for the, all of them. And he fucked up and came up with this scam. But I, I just don't know. And maybe it is Terrence Williams is, is that guy. Um, yeah. I mean, the total money, the, the total amount was like 2.5 million. Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, to these guys, it's not, it's a lot to us, but yeah. in perspective, it's just, doesn't seem like a lot of money. I don't know. It's very strange. I don't want to point fingers at anybody or say that they all deserve to be in prison or anything like that. Well, they're not going to go to jail, but yeah. It's a white-collar crime, whatever. 
who really got hurt? The insurance companies? <laughs> the yeah. insurance companies? Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like if you're going to if you're gonna scam anybody. <laughs> scam the guys that are sponsoring the arena that you play <laughs> basketball in. What's their retirement? That's like, that's their players associate. I mean, that's just not good. Yeah. It's, it was not, I would say it was just, it's pathetic. And I say maybe they, they, you know, they're, they're desperate for money. Somebody was. Is what, it, that, why would Tony on or Glenn Davis need money? Like those dudes made tons of money. Well, maybe they, as it, got as it roped, were, they broke. Got roped into it probably. But I don't know. Some of these stories are pretty funny, like how they, like how they figured it out. Glenn Davis, Tony Allen, and Tony Roten all claim to have root canals on the same six teeth on the same date in April of 2016, and mm. crowns on those teeth a month later. Mm-mm. This one's the the Greg Smith story is really funny. He said he was he had IV sedation and root canals and crowns placed on eight teeth on the day. It's a big payout. Oh, yeah. On the day that he he had this done, he was actually playing basketball in Taiwan. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the prosecutors pulled the box scores. (laughs) Mm -mm. Physically impossible. (laughs) Insane. Yeah, it just seems like sloppy. I think the way it works is they pay out of their own pocket for these procedures, Mm -hmm. and then they can get reimbursed. Yeah. By filing paperwork. Seems easy enough. Right. Sebastian Telfair mm. <laughs> claimed he had root canals on 17 teeth in a year's time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit. He needed the money. That dude was in, in on it, right? For the money. He yeah. wasn't trying to help anybody else yeah. out. That dude was like, I need all this money. They'll never catch me. My mouth is fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> They'll never catch me. <laughs> mouth is all, my teeth are all messed up from trafficking all these guns. <laughs> <laughs> wow my favorite jokes from it was uh sebastian welfare and mm. grift and grind mm. those weren't my jokes but yeah people are gonna try to take their shots at these guys for this i guess i don't i would wait till you get all the information what actually happened if we ever I think we have well, i think we have all the information i think they thought it was a great idea and it was not Oh, all right. Some people fucked up. But, Bo, you say it all the time. You talk about second chances all the time. Absolutely. Just because somebody makes a bad mistake doesn't mean their whole life needs to be fucking ruined over it. No, I I completely agree. Though, I think this is really fucking stupid. Uh, But I'll also say that I hope Tony Allen does not stop working for the Grizzlies. Yeah. I don't know. I would say this is not a good representation of who Tony Allen is. Not a good look for the Grizzlies either. Yeah, by the time the by the time the news was reported, it, it was it was reported that Tony had paid most of the money back already. So I mean, I would like imagine before I, would, I didn't I didn't actually follow up on that. Was that before or after? He'd, he, I guess he'd been paying it back over a period of time, hmm. and okay. by the time it became public, yeah, he'd paid back. Hmm. I think the number was three hundred fifty thousand of the four hundred twenty thousand that right that he was in for. So wow. Oh yeah. Hopefully for him, the he just pays some money and the charges are dropped, or maybe he serves some probation or 
Mm. Yeah, some leniency. Still not a good look. Yeah. Bummer. Looks. I mean, he got out in front of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Brian, did you see anything in the NBA news this week? Um, <laughs> Patrick Williams is coming back early. He had like a severe sprained ankle. He plays for the Chicago Bulls, and that's relevant because oh, yeah. that's that's my pick team. Oh, lowered expectations. This season, yeah. Should I have waited? Yeah, that's a lowered, uh, lower, okay. that's lowered expectation stuff. But it's okay. I mean, but that's the news I got. Yeah. Cool. That's the news I got. It's coming back early. It's coming back early. It's supposed to be out for four to six weeks, and he's uh, he apparently um, I don't have the box score in front of me, but he may he may have played in the preseason game tonight. He practiced today, so that's good news for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, to Kevin, who who comes and sits at our bar, and uh, <laughs> we talk basketball. He pointed out that uh, our guy. Omer Yurt seven, mm-hmm. um, had a good game Friday night. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about that guy because yeah. uh, he's like he's like I didn't watch the game, but he's like I checked the box scores. Like I've been keeping up with the guy, you know. Yeah, box scores you can you can get a lot from a box score, I guess. Yeah, at fourteen points, eleven rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks. Yeah, in uh, twenty three minutes. Keep my eye on him this season. Yeah. Because he's, you know. And who he play for? Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah. He ain't going to get no time. Probably not. No fucking way. I just, I like his name. Yeah. It's Yurt 7. And he wears number 77. Yeah. So there's something there. You can track that dude all year for us. The way I see it. <laughs> every, just every pot I could do seven seconds on Yurt 7. <laughs> Just tell us the stats as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> All right, moving on. There was some big Luca news this week. Luca who? Garza? Luke, Luca Simonic was waived oh. by yeah. the Spurs. Yeah. Greg Popovich, not a, not a big fan of Luca, apparently. Yeah, he can go. Yeah. That's what uh, preseason's for, man. <laughs> Find out who... Uh, who you want to ride or die with? There's a clip of a play of him. Uh, somebody's throwing the ball and it gets stolen, and he just completely gives up, mm-hmm. chasing the guy down. Yeah, I saw that. He didn't. He he could have made a play on that. Yeah, he just let uh, Cole Anthony embarrass him. And he had actually started some of those games. Luca, he was starting preseason games mm-hmm. and getting minutes. I think in that last game he played like uh, three minutes. I think he got pulled out of the game and uh, benched and cut. Yeah. Yeah. It was the uh, 19th overall pick in the 2019 NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the story on him, just reading on him, is that he's he's a very he's very talented, but uh, just doesn't give a shit. Oh, well, there you go. And I mean, that's not going to fly with Pop. That re- I relate that with what I was talking about Kyle Anderson earlier. Like, Kyle, Kyle Anderson gives a shit. Yeah. And that's. The biggest thing that I noticed going to that game last week is this dude gives a shit. He fucking yeah. cares. Waved by the Spurs. What do you think? I wonder, if, I wonder if Pop made Manu do it. It's important. <laughs> Manu, you're going to, you got to go, go cut this guy. 
Yeah. This is stupid. I'm not, I'm some, never going to cut a guy. This is stupid. This is some great Billy Bean shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to do it? Yeah. I don't even know what to do. Would you rather take one shot to the head or five to the chest? Mm. Are those my only options? <laughs> so do you guys have anything on lowered expectations or... Was that it, Brian? Uh, yeah, Patrick Williams is coming back early from a severe sprained ankle. Well, let me play the intro. Oh, okay. Lowered expectations. Bo, you took what team? Minnesota. Anything uh, interesting going on up there this week? Everything I keep reading is that, like, the media and the Twitter and the players are all talking about that Patrick Beverly has really turned their culture around. Mm-hmm. And that's fine and good and all, but there wasn't anybody in this league wanting to pay Patrick Beverly $12 million a year. They want so, defense, it sounds I, like. I, I get it. But if he was, if Patrick Beverly was that sort of a commodity, he would not be in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right. I get it. The team has not had defense in a long time or had anything for, in a long time. So mm-hmm. they feel like, you know, Anthony Edwards, I think, has a chance to be a good, really good player. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what you think, Jeff, I think Cat is a very good player. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. They want to have some hope. And they're, they're also thinking that Tari and Prince is going to be back healthy and, be a decent wing which i think he can be a good you know fourth or fifth wing not your top three wing okay the wolves twitter is hoping that they somehow pull off a trade for ben simmons but that doesn't seem like it's going to happen you never know that would actually probably help with their defense that actually might move the needle a little bit on defense all right what about you Brian and uh, what do you, who would you take? Uh, we've already been over this. <laughs> Chicago's my pick team. Oh yeah, yeah, I've already reported on Patrick Williams this evening. Is that your one thing? Um, well, they play. Um, so the final preseason game mm-hmm. for Chicago, um, they play Memphis. Oh, Friday night at seven. Cool. So I'm gonna try to. I'll be at work, but I'll try to record that game and watch it, so I have some stuff to talk about. I just put it on. Yeah. Wherever you are. Yeah. I mean, I could do it. Probably at least get to watch the second half. Yeah. At work. Cool. After work. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see the Chicago team. I mean, they've added some players DeRozan, Lonzo Ball. They're playing a lot. Yeah. Every box score I've looked at, the, the, all the starters are playing over 30 minutes. They're trying to gel them up. Seems like mm-hmm. it's the only explanation I can think of. It's like, hey, let's not come into the season and have to gel for a month or. Let's get a head start on yeah. it anyway. You know, we've got a lot of new guys. Yeah. They got some work to do on that front. So very thrown together. And I mean, those guys really didn't have a lot of gel at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. I feel like. All right. Yeah. But I, I, I have no excuse. Nothing. Not to have something to talk about regarding Chicago. Neither. Because ne- they're playing Memphis and I'll be watching that game. So mm-hmm. neither of you guys got anything off of a uh, media day. <laughs> For your no, no. For your teams, okay, okay. 
I got a little something. So I'm not super disappointed that the Spurs waived Luca Semanic because it clears the way for Jacques Lendale. I don't think anybody should put it, be putting a low ceiling on any Spurs player. The sky is the limit for every Spurs player. It's uh, the Spurs develop players, what they do. Nobody saw Kawhi Leonard's superstardom coming, correct? Grizzlies did. They tried to trade for him. So they knew he was going to be finals MVP champion. That fax machine just malfunctioned. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I think the Spurs can grow into a good team, though, and that's just kind of what happens with them. So Jacques Lindell of Australia, he's 6'11". He's 25 years old. He was one of the top players in Australia's NBL, which is one of the best pro basketball leagues in the world, aside from the NBA, obviously. So the waving of Luca Simonic clears a path for Jacques, who's a rookie, a 25-year-old rookie, to get thrown right into the mix. Um, he declared for the draft this uh, Jacques Lindale in 2018-2019, but he was undrafted. So he's played overseas fucking everywhere. Uh, three different overseas places, I think. And uh, at 25, like, it's such a Spurs thing for them to just wait for him to develop a little bit. Mm. A big, big man to be one of the top players in his league and then bring him over right when he's heading into the Hausman prime zone, which is 26 to 29. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to watch him play. I wish that Duncan could be around to help develop him, but I think this guy's going to be really good. Popovich seems excited. They, they waved this Luca Joker knowing they had a fallback, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, Number 19 overall draft pick. That's all fine and well, but there's a guy behind you, too. Mm -hmm. We don't need you. You're waivable. They did it. It's, it's a big move for the Spurs. It's a, uh, it's a power move. That's a mm -hmm. Popovich power move to assert his dominance on this locker room from the get-go. Like, this shit will not mm -hmm. be tolerated. This lazy lack of effort. Mm -hmm. will not be tolerated in this locker room this type of behavior on this court will not be tolerated That's right i think it was a very uh, powerful move to wave this guy this luca joker let's see what else with the spurs uh everybody's saying uh popovich is saying uh it's a team of five character guys not a team of superstars i'm pretty sure that the entire team is vaccinated popovich said they were ready to go vaccine vaccination wise he even said that he got his third shot, his booster, he, and he, these are his words, because he's over 90. <laughs> the Spurs look like a boring team on paper. Like, you don't know a lot of the names. It just looks really boring, which they've looked like for the last probably three or four years. But Popovich seems excited about that. I kind of went over that last week. Uh, he's just kind of excited to get out there and coach and have his team play the right way and 
as a cohesive unit team. No superstars. 17 players on their roster, the Spurs. Zero all-star appearances. This is a ragtag team. We'll see how it works out. It'll be interesting to see what they uh, end up at. They have an Olympic uh, gold medalist, though. Yeah. You could say that's better than an all-star appearance. Keldon Johnson. That's right, Keldon. That's right. He is my guy. How much you how much are you gonna bid? How much are you gonna pay for him tomorrow night? <laughs> a lot. You guys both put the Spurs under twenty eight and a half. I went over. Twenty eight and a half wins. I hope you're right. It'd be fun to see the Spurs win. 30 games this year. I don't think I'm going to have to pay more than 10. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have to pay more than $10 for Kelvin. I think he's going to go late. Think so? Unless some asshole nominates him super early and drives up the money. Who would do such a thing? This is why I don't talk about fantasy basketball with you guys. Who? <laughs> who's, true. Whose strategy is that? I can't remember. It's 100%. Sounds like one of Bo's ideas. All of you. <laughs> I'm nominating Kyrie Irving first pick. <laughs> you should. That'll be so crazy to see him go for like a dollar. First <laughs> well, the, bo- the bots will, but whatever, whoever's like Webb won't be there. So Webb will <laughs> get Kyrie for $55. <laughs> okay. Like, oh man. In the morning, I'll get a text at like 4 a.m. from him. I'm like, what the hell happened? I was sleeping. <laughs> Why did <laughs> Kyrie first? And then what? Like Trey Burke next. <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna go for the all unvaxxed team <laughs> just to prove a point <laughs> bad point he's, josh vanelli because vanelli uh, doesn't understand what's going on i guess that guy's not he doesn't have a team in the league what anymore. i got him for a dollar <laughs> uh that's it for my lowered expectations team uh anything on fantasy basketball this week bo <laughs> the draft is uh tomorrow yeah it is tomorrow night Okay, 8.30. We're drafting. I heard Kyrie got vaxxed. <laughs> Said he's ready to go. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, I got nothing on fantasy. I'm, I got nothing I want to talk to you guys about fantasy basketball this week. Maybe next week. You're getting nothing. So we got to pick a game. But before we do that, I've got one thing on keeping up with the Raiders at home. This week, the Raiders played a home game. And if you've been listening, then you know why I'm doing this. Because I want to see the results of playing in Vegas. I want to see how it affects the the results of winning and losing. So it's just for fun. Who gives a shit? The Raiders lost at home to Chicago. The Bears. It was their first home loss. They're now 2-1 and at home. But that's their second straight loss. So there's all this controversy around the Raiders right now, which could be part of the reason for losing after starting with three straight wins. So the head coach, John Gruden, actually like tonight, while like right before we came on, resigned from his job because he's said all kinds of uh, homophobic slurs and potentially racist slurs and all these emails like 10 years ago i don't want to go all into it but i think that had something to do with them losing these last two games 
I think that it affected them losing to the Chicago Bears, who are not very good this week. Two straight losses. It brings them to three and two overall, one and one on the road, one loss at home. Is it the offensive coordinator? Is that who's taking over for the Raiders? Has I, don't it know been if, announced? I don't know if it's been reported. I don't know if it's been announced at all. No clue. But it'll be interesting. I think my I think my uh, experiment's flawed now, though, because there's too much bullshit around it. It's not like a true. There's no. Uh, what do they call it in science? There's no control. Yeah, there's like no control. <laughs> there's no. No constant. Mm-hmm. There's too much other shit going around around it. Hey, if they start winning all these home games and shit, then <laughs> you can't say that it's not because it's in Las Vegas. Somebody spit in your Petri dish. Yeah, somebody fucked up my shit. Mm-hmm. So I may just give up on this, but I'm going to keep an eye on it. Whether or not I report on it in the podcast is a whole other thing. But I'm pretty much over it at this point now that there's <laughs> so much nonsense going on with that team. Who knows? They may never win another game <laughs> for the rest of the year. Bo, we got to pick a game for next week. Okay. The season starts next week, man. Tuesday night. We're going to need a game to watch. For those of you that are new to the podcast or have forgotten what the pick game is, we, every week we pick a game, and that's kind of like our main focus of the podcast is this game. And it's not going to be the highest profile game. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes a mid-level game, sometimes a low-level game. It's it's a game that we are interested as NBA fans to watch, a game that we care about for whatever reason. And we're going to give you the reason, and then we're going to watch that reason, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it, the reason we watch the game. Mm-hmm. We're going to look for interesting things in the game. We're going to look for uh, players we maybe didn't realize were as good as they are in the game. A lot of things. There's a lot of reasons we make, but we really, really, we just want to understand, like, get a better understanding of what these teams are once a week so we can pass the knowledge on and have fun with it. So that's the pick game. This week, I have a few choices. So we're, we're picking, uh, we're going to pick a preseason game? No. So the season officially starts. October, is it the 19th? Am I fucking this up? Oh, yeah. We'll have a podcast before. We'll have a podcast before a pit game. Yeah. That's right. I fucked it up. I fucked up the time. And there's also like a scheduling thing. Maybe we should take next week off. What? (laughs) 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 This is going to be preseason all over again. No. We're going to watch basketball on Tuesday night, opening night. Okay. Let's pick the game. Let's pick the game anyway. All right. On this episode and not do it next week. Okay. I mean, I'm looking right at Wednesday, mm-hmm. the 20th. We got the Pelicans at home against the 76ers. Not that Zion's going to play, but. Is Ben Simmons going to play? That's a very good pick. The first Sixers game. That could be fun. Probably widely covered. I would say the Sixers home game would be more fun. But that's Wednesday. 
there is a decent slate of games on Wednesday. I like Boston at New York on Wednesday. That's the ESPN game. Yeah. So typically we do a four-star, no, a five-star system here. One being less attractive, five being the best game you can get. So 76ers at New Orleans on Wednesday, what is that, like a four-star game or is that a three-star game, Bo? I mean, it's opening night, so I'm hyped on anything. I mean, it's second. It's the biggest, you know, second opening night or whatever. I opening night for those teams. The second, I'm pretty night. hyped. I'm pretty hyped. So, four I think all those, yeah, sure. I think all those games are close to four star if they have any sort of intrigue. Yeah, we could pretty much pick any game and find a way to. We're going to be excited to watch it because it's opening week. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about can, Boston at New York? You can put the six o'clock game on Tuesday, but there's about a zero percent chance I'd be able to watch it. Mm-hmm. Boston at New York Wednesday. I'd say that's like a three star game. Does that more, deserve more stars? I'm giving, I mean, I'm giving that four and a half stars. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest a, with you. I know you guys want to pick like you guys want to pick off the beaten path teams. Mm-hmm. Listen, it is it is opening. It is the first week so of NBA basketball. Uh-huh. My list of games. Okay. I'm not bullshitting around here. Okay. My list of games, Wednesday night, uh-huh. Boston at New York. Uh-huh. Thursday night, Dallas at Atlanta. Dallas at Atlanta? I'm giving that four stars. That's fun. Trey Young and uh Luca. Mm-hmm. Friday night, Phoenix at LA Lakers. I'm just I'm I want to see the like big that. names. You want to see all the things that week. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Phoenix LA match. Yeah, Friday. those but, are all nationally televised games, and I know that's not always what we're exactly what we're looking for. No, you got a good point. Week one, man, it's week one. Like, let's get the fucking lights out. Yeah, let's get the lights out and bright up and shine up the court. You know, it's a mm-hmm. uh, let's blast off. Let's get a, a beer and a bump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that Saturday Miami at Indy, but you know, games like that can wait. You're right. We should we should come out with like a some firepower some like the big games will be fun to watch because it's kind of a new look lakers it's actually a lakers team i want to watch with westbrook there indeed phoenix at like we loved phoenix all season last season i don't hate that friday game uh dallas atlanta i can wait i can wait on that yeah i mean let's be real i might be watching basketball all fucking week i'm gonna see all these games which one do you want to talk about in two weeks i like what brian had to say i think he's on to something here mm-hmm. so which game is it opening night opening night is what is it warriors lakers opening night we'll so i don't know if you've covered this yet but we will be recording we're gonna watch on that opening game. night yeah <clears throat> we're gonna watch that game on the air mm-hmm. that's gonna be fun that i feel like that's the shocking like that's the that you're, what you're looking for, Brian? Mm-hmm. That's the fucking stars, and yeah, that's the uh, exciting one. That, that I mean, that's why we're doing a podcast Tuesday night instead of Monday night. So what is it? We got to make a decision. I mean, another one we have Wednesday night is Denver Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you just waiting for me to call it? 
You pay the bills around here. Yeah. So to me, it's Boston, New York, or Phoenix, LA. Lakers. Our first pick game is a Lakers game. I mean, we're going to be watching the Lakers live mm-hmm. on the pod Tuesday night, so I would shy away from the Lakers on this one. No Jalen in that Boston game, probably. Potentially. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. No Jalen Brown, potentially. Oh, fuck it. Let's go Phoenix Lakers. Uh, Western Conference final showdown, right? <laughs> potentially. Sure, I'm with it. <laughs> It'll be fun to watch. Let's have fun with this one. All right, let's do it then. Friday night, Phoenix at L.A.? Yes. All right. Okay. That's the pick game. We'll remind you next week. It's getting late. I think it's just about time for us to end this. No, I'm looking forward to having Brian visit up here one day and we go get us a bologna sandwich. Bologna sandwiches and basketball. Beers and bumps. And beers and bumps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all these things sound like fun. Maybe one day. You can come, you can come too, Jeff. Oh, am I invited now? <laughs> I mean, Jen did in the you know in the times before when you traveled for work. I mean, she traveled up there. Mm-hmm. I'd planned on at some point getting up, going up there with her. Maybe Fine. we can catch a twelves game and yeah, eat bologna sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably sit that out. Okay then. Yeah, you're not invited, Jeff. I didn't want to go. <laughs> Brian can uh, do the podcast from my basement with me. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would that would be great. Hey, I'm in the basement. <laughs> Drinking hams. I need to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next week we're recording on Tuesday night, opening night in the NBA. I want to take this time to thank Brian for coming over and being on the podcast. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you, sir. I want to thank Bo for joining us virtually in the dark on his computer. Thanks, Bo. I got some lights. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I also want to thank everybody for listening. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.